I'm Mike Smith. This is The Trail, 103.3 KDTR, FM Florence, Missoula. Colin Ruggiero in the uh, studio today, filmmaker. Also, uh, Nick Davis, our, um, our uh, liaison, media liaison for the Big Sky Doc Fest. First of all, Colin, welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Mike. I, I feel like I hear your name a lot uh, in the context of film, visual media. Huh. Can yeah. you kind of give us a little rundown of what you've uh, been up to over the last handful of years? And yeah. um, and then we'll get into your film, which is really cool. It's all about Buffalo. Yeah, it is. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a local guy. I guess that's maybe why my name's come up. Um, but uh, I make documentary films. I kind of started out doing photography, but I've been mm-hmm. just focused on documentary work for uh, quite a while now and specifically... Uh, outdoor conservation, natural history focused work. What uh, uh, What did you do for school? Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I was a, actually an anthropology and Spanish major in undergrad, but I went back to grad school and got an MFA in um, in documentary filmmaking. Discovery Networks actually started a program in Bozeman uh, called. Uh, well, it was an MFA in science and natural history film. Mm-hmm. So I went through that program, graduated, and. Gosh, 2005, I think, and, mm-hmm. and I've been making films since then. What uh, What are you most proud of that you've made uh, before this film that we'll talk about again at the Big Sky Doc Fest? What are uh, um, What are some of the highlights of the career? Um, I can't say this film. <laughs> this film, well, why don't this we just, film, I'm most proud of. But um, let's we could jump into it. I'll uh, I'll give a real quick plug. Last year, or, uh, maybe it was the year before. Now for uh, the last um, feature film I made was called Tracking Notes: um, mm-hmm. The Secret World of Mountain Lions and um, I was proud of that one. That was that was one of the first big feature films that I made by myself and sold out the Wilma, I think, yeah. three different times in four months and won the Audience Award at the Wildlife Film Festival and um, has just been bought by Nature. It's going to be on PBS later this oh, year. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So if you're just tuning in uh, to the trail, we've been doing this for years, interviewing directors and folks involved with the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, which gets underway on the uh, on the 16th. So Nick Davis, you are here uh, the 16th. Let's see, today's the 14th, Valentine's Day. and the fifth. So Friday. Friday. Okay. So we kick it off on Friday. Tomorrow, I should say that uh, Rachel Gregg will be in the studio, the uh, executive director of uh, the Big Sky Doc Fest, and we're going to run it down. But it's really nice to have Colin Ruggiero in the studio today. The Buffalo. I mean, growing up in Montana, the, the Buffalo was just always there. Whether it was uh, youth soccer, anytime we would go travel to visit and play other kids, we'd have a, a pen that had a soccer ball with a with a buffalo skull mm-hmm. on it. And so, so it's kind of... It's a ubiquitous image, yeah. but I think a lot of us grow up and maybe don't know as much as we should. And is that kind of where your film enters? Yeah, I think so. You're, you're right that they're, they're pretty ubiquitous. Um, uh, just symbols of them, you know, we see, mm-hmm. we see Buffalo everywhere, especially in the West. And, and in fact, I, I toyed with making this film for a long time and kind of thought better of it um, because I figured everybody kind of knew the story a little bit. Um, uh, buffalo or, or bison, and we can get into that terminology if we want. But um, both are both are perfectly acceptable terms. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. I've been corrected both directions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that they're. Yeah, both. we should we should maybe um, dig into that at some point because yeah. everybody that's for everybody's first question. But um, but yeah, you know, I I think uh, growing up out here, just kind of the 
demographics and circles I run into. Everybody hears a lot about bison, and we, we hear about the Yellowstone management issues a lot, and mm-hmm. um, brucellosis controversies, and yeah. and also just the history. And I felt like, well, you know, everybody knows, everybody kind of knows this story, and it's been told a zillion times. And as I kind of chewed on the idea of making this film for a couple of years, I realized. No, actually, people don't. You know, yeah. everybody sees buffalo imagery everywhere, but but very few people know a lot of the interesting parts of the story. And it and it is one of the great. You know, I don't I don't think it's a an exaggeration to say it's it's maybe the the biggest, most impactful kind of wildlife human story on the planet. I mm-hmm. mean, from the most numerous animal on the planet to almost extinct, and then these recovery efforts is. the 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 recent uh, film on PBS. Mm-hmm. Um, just the just the utter just disgusting gross annihilation yeah. of a species and how it was done and 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 kind of the intent yeah. behind it is just it's flooring it is yeah it's a it's a it's a pretty amazing story about uh, people and animals, and there's there's a lot to unpack there. So when we jump into your story, I mean, at some point, probably got to uh, talk about the the Native American side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, your film, a buffalo story, mm-hmm. and uh, do you delve into that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I try to. Um, the the film takes a look at big picture um, bison issues and. Um, history all the way through to modern day. It focuses a lot on ecology and natural history and kind of all the components. But yeah, there's a there's a, a heavy focus on tribally led efforts to reintroduce bison and restore them to parts of the historic range. And and my film in particular looks at um, kind of one individual guy and follows his story. His name's Jason Baldez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, a Shoshone tribal member on the Wind River Reservation, and um, he's kind of devoted his life to trying to bring. Um, Buffalo back in a meaningful way. And so uh, my story really follows his efforts to do that over many years now. And so for him, it's personal, it's cultural, it's historical. And then also there's this uh, relationship that uh, all these animals have with the the ecosystem and keeping uh, a healthy ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it all kind of ties together in a beautiful way because to the extent that you're talking about uh, cultural reconnection or revitalization to some degree. Um, a lot of that culture is based on a connection to the natural world. And so as a wildlife filmmaker, for me, that's exciting to to be able to talk about this human element of this animal's relationship with people and have that relationship really be based on ecology, which is the thing that, that I like to make films about. Mm-hmm. And so um, how these animals interact with their landscape and the world and the people that are in their world is is a big part of the cultural part of the film as well. You say there's a there's kind of a a thing running through it that's um you know when they're healthier we're healthier. Yeah. Other animals are healthier, ecosystems healthier, human beings are healthier. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And a lot of the film talks about that potential without without trying to be kind of too Pollyanna about it. Mm-hmm. Um, suggests the the potential, and I think there is real potential for healing on a number of fronts with bringing um, bison back to a lot of these areas. And just like you said, um, uh, ecological kind of healing, healing of the yeah. land and ecosystems, um, but also cultural healing and and also health, you know, and for a lot of Native people in particular, I mean, they have, they have many, many thousands of years of um, a specific diet that, that is really, yeah. you know, the, the disruption of that diet has been pretty costly. Um, for those populations uh, across the board. And so bringing buffalo back and, and especially buffalo back in a way that um, that they can consume it again and bring it back into their diet and yeah. substitute um, 
substitute it for beef and some of the other stuff uh, that um, that they tend to have access to eat right now is is really important. I mean, there's really dramatic health benefits for native people to eating buffalo. Do you feel optimistic, um, having been uh, entrenched and embedded and delving into this subject? Do you feel fairly optimistic for the buffalo and the and the people and uh, our ecosystems? Um, I do. Yeah, I think um, I do. I mean, it's a hard question. I think there's a lot. There's a I'm a, I think, a, a realist. I don't tend to go too far into optimism or pessimism. And mm-hmm. I think it, there's a lot of aspects of our world right now that have a lot of people kind of down a bit about the prospects. But um, but I think in general, and I think specifically with this issue, yeah, there's there's a lot of reason for hope. Um, bison are really have kind of capti- captivated people's imagination yeah. right now. They're a, yeah. they're a hot topic. And um, there's a lot of kind of overwhelming support for efforts to... Um, bring them back and uh, reconnect with them. So there's probably no more important spot for this film to be outside of a mass uh, release where a lot of folks could, could see it. Yeah. Um, you know, with cities and things like that. Um, Nick, have you seen the film, Nick Davis uh, with the big sky doc fest? I have not, I have not seen this I, one I was gonna, and I was going to, and then I'm not, now I'm going to just wait for the, for the cinematic theatrical yeah, experience. Cause that's where it's at, at the doc fest. Yeah. And it's the uh, Wilma, which is always a great viewing and audio experience. So. Again, we're speaking to Colin Ruggiero, Big Sky Documentary Film Fest uh, director. He has a film in the mix called A Buffalo Story. You uh, had some help with this one by the National Wildlife Federation. Good folks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> and they're helping you. They'll. That would probably be of some help to get it out there into the into the eyeballs of the people. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, they they had a big role in the film. I, I started it as an independent film, and they were helping me raise money. And um, they they just kind of stepped up and said they wanted to have this film made and um, put all the money up front. And um, and and I should mention too that Jason Baldez. I mean, it's it's very much not a film about the National Wildlife Federation. Um, it, it, but, but it's a focus again on Jason Baldez in the Wind River area. Yeah, but Jason yeah. Baldez does work for the National Wildlife Federation. Oh, cool! He is their kind of liaison for their for the National Wildlife Federation's Tribal Lands Partnerships Program. That's really neat. So there's a connection there. Yeah. Um, and I've been I, I I really can't say enough good things about the National Wildlife Federation. I have a lot of um, kind of access to grind with a lot of the large green kind of environmental Agreed. organizations, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing good work, but they're, they're problematic in a lot of ways, as a lot of people know. And, um, National Wildlife Federation or, or NWF is, they're really one of the, you know, there's a lot of like scrambling all over each other to claim credit for stuff. And a lot of people working on the same yeah. issues and yeah. NWF really just wants to move the needle on issues. It seems to me they're really leading the way and partnering with mm-hmm. local communities and indigenous communities. And, um, you know, they, they put a lot of money and effort into this film and into the bison work in the first place, and they couldn't care less about getting their name called out. They're not even mentioned in the film. No, it's just a little aside here that, uh, yeah. you know, it's got you and then them uh, as a producer role. The, they're amazing to shoot, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> they're amazing to photograph yeah. and film. Um, just because of the uh, idea that I've seen these, you know, pictures of them covered in frost. Yeah. Just living yeah. in Yellowstone or, or you know, any... It's a hardy creature, but also just gorgeous. Yeah. I imagine some of the shots in this film are quite stunning. Um, well, I would have to say uh, yes, as funny as that, <laughs> funny as that sounds. Um, I, I, I do kind of try to take 
prior to my camera work. But I also, you know, this film has the benefit of um, I've been shooting on it for eight years, you know, so almost a decade, mm-hmm. um, a lot. I've had access to the um, the, the bison range here in, in Moise, close to home, and I've been driving down to Wind River several times a year <laughs> for weeks at a time. Yeah. And I've only so, been through there once. Yeah. All these years, and I had family in Wyoming kind of on the other side. Uh-huh. But that Wind River area, if you ever get a chance... It's gorgeous. Head through there. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah, it's a spectacular beautiful. country, and it's and it's it's um, beautiful in a kind of a different way. It really um, it makes you think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been shooting. I've been shooting bison for almost a decade now, pretty religiously, and to get to pull out, you know, the very best stuff for this film was was fun. That's great. Well, it is showing at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival coming up this Sunday, twelve thirty. Nick Davis. It looks like the weather might play into our hands as far as. You know, a little colder, and heading into the uh, heading into the theater for some uh, warm theater and some hot popcorn. That's what we like is a little <laughs> bit chillier. Keep yeah. people off the uh, and actually the sorry to the winter folks, but the uh, lack of snow might might help us. Yeah, and that's uh, a bummer because folks that might yeah. normally be up at snowball will, will be, be looking like for stuff okay, to do. yeah. While they're uh, getting their skis worked on, the P-Tex and all that. Um, Colin, are you going to be on hand for the film? Are you going to introduce or is there going to be a QA? and a um, Yeah, I, I'm not sure about the introduction at this point. I think, I think it'll be introduced by uh, festival staff or, um, or local folks. But, but yeah, the, we're going to have a little bit of an extended Q&A after the fact. Uh, Jason Baldez, um, main character who I mentioned, and also his wife, who is a, plays a prominent role in the film too, mm. Patty Harris. She's cool. an amazing, witty, powerful, awesome woman. And so the three of us at least will be up um, to do Q&A after the film. Like a true documentarian, just, no, it's all about the subject of my film. Nick, you know, it's like, that's what we see in these directors. It's kind of a unifying characteristic yeah. of the folks that... No, uh, look at my subject. Here, right? This is my subject. I want you to see it. Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. This is the first of many interviews we will have on the trail. 103.3 with directors and folks involved. Like I said, Rachel Gregg in tomorrow, the uh, longtime executive director of the festival. We will talk to her. Uh, any parting thoughts, Colin Ruggiero? Um, no, I'm, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be in the festival this year. Big Sky is a tremendous resource to the community. It's such an awesome thing to have in our, in our town. Um, <clears throat> and I just encourage folks to come out. It's going to be, you know, there's no substitute for seeing it in the theater. Um, there's a lot of bison media out these days, mm-hmm. but, um, without, without spoiling it, um, my film's significantly different, I would say, than, than any of the other bison films out there. And, um, I think people would be excited to to come watch it. Great. Let's go check it out at the Wilma Sunday, February 18th, this coming Sunday, 1230. And then you can find all the uh, festival schedule. You can buy tickets for the in-person at BigSkyFilmFest.org. You can also check out the uh, the online festival and everything that is going on. It's a great website. Awesome film uh, festival. And uh, thanks, Nick, for bringing in Colin today. And thank you, Colin, for your time. Best of luck with your film. Thanks a lot, Mike.